Hello, welcome back to the Equippers International Podcast. This is our short version where we're studying the book of Hebrews together. This journey started almost a year ago. February will be a year. I don't usually date stamp the episodes, but I was just thinking about this journey that we've been on together, and I have taken a bit of a hiatus, and so we want to get back into Hebrews and finish up this beautiful book. We're in chapter 11, and I'm going to pick up in verses 13 through 16 in today's episode. Let me read those verses to get us started. All these died in faith without receiving the promises. But having seen them and having welcomed them from a distance, and having confessed that they were strangers and exiles on the earth, for those who say such things make it clear that they are seeking a country of their own. And indeed, if they had been thinking of that from which they went out, they would have had opportunity to return. But as it is, they desire a better one, that is, a heavenly one. Therefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he has prepared a city for them. Now, you'll remember in the previous episodes, we've been talking about Abraham and Sarah and their response to God's promise. Now, the writer of Hebrews, obviously, in chapter 11, has also mentioned Enoch and Noah in regards to their faith walk with the Lord. And he makes this statement. I alluded to it in the previous episode. I'm going to unpack it a little bit today in verse 13, that all these people that he's mentioned died in their faith without receiving the promise. And I commented on that in the last episode. I don't want to repeat myself, but it is, I think, a very important truth for us to realize in walking with the Lord is that there are things in our life that God maybe has even promised for us that we will not experience in this life. And that is a call for us to just lean in to our faith with the Lord. You know, I have a favorite passage in Peter. I'm not going to go read it, but I just want to summarize it where Peter talks about our faith, though it's tested by God, and it's like gold being tested in fire, that it results in the praise of his glory at the appearing of Christ. Now, what is he saying? He's saying that it's our faith that is precious to God. It is wonderful and great and very encouraging to receive the result of God's promise toward us in our life. Everyone likes to see the fulfillment of a promise, but... That's not the focus. The focus is on our faith. Our faith is precious to God. Our faith is precious to us. Jude talks about our most holy faith. And so our faith in holding on to belief in God is actually the focal point of our walk with him. And it says in these verses that I just read that all these who believed God died in faith meaning that they believed God to the very end. They continued to trust him, and they believed what he said was true. Now, in these verses, the writer picks up this idea, this theme of a city or a country. And I believe that he is talking literally about the children of Israel and their country. But I believe that he's speaking 
a bit allegorically and ultimately spiritually toward a reality that these believers were looking forward to. It says that they lived as strangers and exiles on the earth, knowing that on this earth is not the place to ultimately receive the promises of God. And it says that they were indeed thinking of a place. Literally, the word country here is not in the verse. Many Bibles have it. My Bible has it in italics, which means it's not in the original language. It literally says that they were thinking of that from which they went out, and they would have had opportunity to return You know, there's a little principle here that I like to think about when I read this verse is that our faith always needs to be forward thinking. We need to be looking toward the future. We don't need to reflect back on what was and what could have been and what should have been. We don't want to return to old places in our relationship with God, meaning that we want to look forward to what God has in store for us in the future. Sure, there's always opportunity to return, But there's always a desire within us for that better place. That place, the writer says, that is a heavenly one. Now, you know, there's this saying that we don't want to be so heavenly minded that we don't do any earthly good. But there's also this deep reality in the heart of every believer that longs for eternity, that longs for that promised ultimate place in God. And it is a heavenly place. Now, the writer is going to take up this idea in chapter 12 when he's going to talk about the heavenly city. And we're going to look at that in detail. It's very exciting. But the point and the contrast that the writer is making is that what is here on this earth, even what promises may come into fulfillment in this earth, they pain in light of what God has in store for us in eternity, in this heavenly place. And because these believers focused on that place and they focused on the ultimate reward that God had for them, though they did not understand it, we have much more information from our perspective on what this heavenly place looks like. Yes, there's still many mysteries to be unpacked. There's still much unknown. But these believers of the old, they held on to what they could see dimly. And we need to hold on to what we see as the ultimate promise, because it's in that place that we're going to experience the fulfillment of what what God has done for us. And on this earth, we continue to believe God. And when we stand in that place of belief and trust in God for something better that he has promised, he is not ashamed to be called our God. And what a great place of confidence we have as we stand on his promise and we believe his faithfulness for the ultimate reward of our faith. So I bless you today as you stand and you experience God on your side as you walk in faith in him. Be strong and courageous and love Jesus more.